Welcome back to episode 167 of Your Best You Starts here with, Neil, uh, with me, Neil Martin, and my good friend, Mr. Nigel Risner. And Nigel, I have to ask you the question. What was the thing you kept us in, spen- in suspense about at the end of the last episode? And you probably can't even remember, but at the end oh, of... Oh, no, I can. You can? can. Okay. Because so I was going to say, at the end of the last episode, which we recorded a few weeks ago, and so, you know, quite often things get lost, but I remembered you gave us a cliffhanger. And so just before we got on this Zoom call, I um, I listened to like the last two or three minutes of the last episode, and it was something about a goal that became a must on Christmas Eve. And you wouldn't tell me what it was when we finished recording. So I've been waiting as long as our listeners, or almost as long as our listeners. And so over to you. What is it? So for a number of years, I do exercises with some of my CO groups. And one of the questions is, what do you want? And there's lots of things we want. And lots of things you want, lots of things I want. And for many, many years, I've done, I often there's an odd number in a group. So I have to participate as a participant. And I do the exercise like the participants, even though I've done the exercise many, many times. But for the person I'm working with, it's the first time they may have done the exercise. Yeah. So I can't just be flippant. So I'm very good at being a participant, even in my own exercises. And often I've said, you know, what I want is health and what I want is better relationships. And what I want is, and then often I'll often say, I want a new car. Okay. And then I'll ask the people either what's missing in your life or what's your must for 2020, whatever the year is. Okay. So, so you're about to tell us something went wrong with your car and that's why it became a must and you got a new car. No, I, nothing <laughs> went wrong with my car at all. But I decided I deserved, after the years that I've had, that I wanted to buy the dream car that I wanted. And on Christmas Eve, I put a deposit down. And by the time this comes out, my car will be in my driveway. So can we ask what it is? You can ask. Well, it just kind of did. So I wanted an old classic Aston Martin Virage Volante. Nice. And for a long time, it was a real want because I love having a convertible car and I wanted a certain one, etc. And the perfect car came up and I decided, am I going to wait till I'm 60? So I'm 60 in July and, and I'm waiting till I'm 65 till I get some more money coming in through my retirement plan or whatever the things were. And maybe when one of my parents died, you know, the whole story goes on. And there was a bit that says, why am I waiting to have enjoyment when I could have it now? Yep. And for lots of people, you know, we've spoken about, you know, someday I'll, you know, that's where people go on holiday. Someday I'll do this and someday I'll do that. And I'm waiting for this right moment. And I decided in a moment of madness that the right time is now. <laughs> and it was a big stretch because there are other things I could spend the money on. Yeah. You know, yep. there are things around the house, you know, there's the driveway which needs to be sorted out. But there was a little bit that said that this has been a must, a want for a long time, but it's never been a must. So is the driveway um, becoming a must because it's going to have a third car on it? No, because it's going in my garage, which I have made space for. <laughs> okay, okay, so is it is it a must to get rid of, like, the books and things that were in the garage to make room for the car? Which I have now done. Okay. No, but this is the whole point. So we can, you know, if you think about all of our listeners, there are lots of, pe- lots of things people say they want. 
the tragedy is either something forces them to do it. So, you know, I had a brain aneurysm and you'd think that would change lots of my habits and it didn't. Um, and then health did. And then I, you know, I got healthy and I lost weight and I've still kept the weight off and, you know, I've still got a bit to go, but I'm doing something about it. Then I did my million step challenge and I'm doing my steps. But this was something that was very selfish mm-hmm. for me. But at some point, if it's a real must, regardless, of, you know, it could be a record collection. It could be going to Kilimanjaro, whatever it might be. But we've always got a reason why we're not doing this stuff. And then we justify it with good reasons. And I really said to myself, and I spoke to the wife and I spoke to the children. And everyone said, no, you need to go for it. Mm-hmm. And nearly I was asking for clarification and I wanted, but I didn't want to go to justification because that's then not what we do to justify why we've done what we've done. And then we don't enjoy what we've done. Yeah. So yeah. It, it sounds a bit over the top and a bit blasé, but it was something that I really, really wanted, but obviously not enough because I didn't get it. Yeah. So, and, so what year uh, is it? Cause like, I, I like cars, so I'm intrigued. What year is it? 2002. Okay. And what color? Um, a platinum Ferrari silver. Nice. But, but here's a point for everyone who's listening, decide on your wants and then really decide for this year, what's one of your musts? Yeah. You know, whether it's going to be health, whether it's going to be wealth, whether it's going to be f- finishing a project, you know, for you last year, it was your book. Yeah. You know, as long as you, we wanted to, and you know, wh- we spoke about your recordings and music and things like that. There's so many things that we say we want for 2022. And I don't support people. You know, I'm a very tough coach with this. Unless it's a must, I'm not going to support you because it's just a waste of time because we're going to find a reason. And there's going to be lots of reasons. And, you know, we're still not quite over COVID and we've still got new regulations coming over the next couple of weeks and we're going to be able to do some things. And the list goes on. Yeah. But if it's a must, you'll find a way. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying to everyone who's listening, money's no object, but there are things that you've been putting off which you could do if it became a must. And then you've got to really look at yourself because somebody said to me yesterday or today, the promises you don't keep to yourself are the worst promises. I can't remember the whole quote. The promises you make to yourself, which you don't keep are your biggest disasters. Yep. And so it it was a promise in a way to myself that, you know, I was waiting for a major event. It's it's, it's immaterial what it is. I was waiting for a major event before I was going to buy the car. And I thought this might be five years. Well, I don't want to be 65 waiting for my car. I'd like it today and enjoy it for the next five years. Yeah. And when I'm 65, who knows if I can even get in and, in and out of the car by then, <laughs> you know. But but this is the point for everyone who's listening. You know, new year, your best year starts now, but really be focused on your must, not your wants. And, you know, you won't have that many musts. You know, one of your musts might be, you know, you really want to spend 5% more time with your daughter. But the question then is, does she want to spend 5% more time with you? <laughs> because if she doesn't, it's it's not going to happen. Yeah. And as she gets older, and I know the age of your daughter, she's got her own friends, and, and over the weekends she wants her own thing, not hang around with some old fart. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yep. Yeah. Because your must has to be really clear with clarity that if it involves someone else, they've got to join in. Mm. I, John, I, you reminded me of um, something that was said to me when I was about, I think about twenty two, twenty three that kind of age anyway and um the place i was working at the time put me on like a postgraduate management program okay 
And the guy that took the very first lecture of that, he started it by saying something along the lines of, yeah, every single person sat in this room right now has the potential to become a millionaire. And there were, you know, there were some people who smiled. There were some people who kind of went, oh, God, what's this? You know, but the really powerful thing that he said was actually what came next. He said, I know some of you don't believe me and, you know, and some of you do. He said, but here's the really important thing that you all need to understand. If you make that thing a must for you, what are you prepared to give up? Because if you make it a must and you're prepared to give enough things up, you can make it happen. The issue is most people say they want something, but they're not prepared to make the sacrifices required to get it. And, you know, and that's that's a lesson that stuck with me ever since it was said. And, yeah, I know there are certain things in my life that I could have had that I don't have. And the reason I don't have them is because actually there were other things I prioritized more. Now, you know, with hindsight, did I make the right decision? Sometimes, not always, right? But I think it's one of those things of, it's having that, you know, it's having that recognition of in any moment, I, I actually do have choices. It's a bit like when people say they don't have time for something. I understand how it can feel like you don't have time for something. But actually, what you're saying is you're prioritizing one thing over another. And that, and that thing that you're making a priority crush. is taking your time. Right? Candy Crush episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I've got enough time to play Candy Crush five games. Yep. So I must have time to walk for the fight that time. Yep. I'm just choosing a different priority. Yeah, and, you know, and like I say, I know for some people it doesn't, you know, it doesn't always feel like you've got a choice. So I'm not saying it as a, you know, as a blase thing that it's really easy to go, well, I won't do this, I'll do that instead. But the reality is there is a choice where you could go, I wouldn't do that, I'd do this instead. Now, there may be consequences of that. There may be consequences that you're not prepared to live with, right? So it's not necessarily a straightforward thing, but there is still a choice. And if you, you know, and if something is so critical for you or so important to you, you can, you know, you you can find some time, even if it's not as much time as you would like. But it's what are you going to give up instead? What are you going to not do instead? You know, are you going to get up earlier? Are you going to spend less time watching TV? Are you going to, you know, are you going to figure out a way to combine two things? So, you know, maybe you go for a walk whilst you're listening to an audio book instead of sitting down and reading a physical book. You know, like there are ways of dealing with some of this stuff. It's not always straightforward, but there are ways. I mean, I have a friend who has two big Starbucks coffees a day. Mm-hmm. Now, Imagine he smoked as well, and he then, on the way home, got a takeaway sandwich. If you looked over the year what he is spending on those four items, mm-hmm. and he is, and now we're going back into the city, and shops will be going back to, to normal and whatever, and the work from home won't be the same, and people will be listening to this podcast on their way to work, we, you know, instead of the way they've been doing it in the past, you might be spending £20 a day, which is £100 a week, which is £5,000 a year, which over 10 years is £50,000, which yeah. is just nuts because that's a deposit for a house. That's a part, you know, all that type of money. So and people seem to be able to find those small amounts of money, but they can't find the deposit. And I'm not being blase, I'm using your word here, but it's a choice how you spend your money, how you earn your money, and what you do with it. Yeah. So for everyone listening, if I would like to ask a favour for you to send Neil and I your three musts and we will see if over the next six weeks, eight weeks, we can support you with your musts because there might be people listening here that if we could share some musts that other people might be able to support you 
in the same way. Yep. Because, you know, we're connected, you know, five stages of separation and all the other stuff we've spoken about over the years. But truly, as a coach, helping people on their wants is never going to be as powerful as helping people on their musts. So this is the year of musts, in my opinion. Well, it's, it's that whole thing about, you know, and um, I've heard it said by several different people, but it's that whole thing, you know, if you want to take the island, you burn the bridges or you burn the boats, right? You know, you arrive somewhere and you go, I can't turn back. This is my only option. You know, it's when you go all in on something that you're much more likely to find a way to be successful at it because you've removed all of the fallback positions. Well, Where, whereas if you've got that, lorries. whereas if you've got that like safety net around you, you know, you've got that comfort blanket around you. It's very easy to retreat into the comfort blanket rather than carrying on with the new thing that you're trying to do. You know, I love it. I'm back. At, it, it, it might be Mark suspense or one of the lorries. There is no plan B. Yep. You know, this is the plan. It's our must. We must stick to it. And come on, mate, we're going to deliver X. Yep. You know, so my coaching program is very hard for people because, you know, my coaching sessions start a minute before the time is allocated. That's what we do. And I start and I'm ready. Coffee's on the table. Yeah. And people go, why? Why? Because we're ready to start into must. Yeah. That's the agreement you sign up for. My wife is a therapist, has 50 minute sessions and she finishes on the dot. Doesn't matter what the story is. Because that's her must. That's the way she operates. The problem is this is the year for really agreeing with yourself, your own musts, educating people how you want to be treated, and no compromise. Yeah. Well, I mean, just just, just as another... Neil, the issue is that when you have no compromise, you will lose some friends on this. Well, I was going to say... I, I was going to say, you know, the other thing for me, and you're right, that, that kind of no compromise, this is what I'm going to do. There's a book I read a few years ago now by a guy called Timber Hawkeye, and it's a, it's a book called Buddhist Boot Camp. And he, he's, he's written like two, I think two of his books that I've read, there may be more. Um, but I think it was in the first book that he, he talks about his, like his life and how he'd simplified it. And he'd basically decided he could live with a lot less stuff in a much smaller place and have to work a lot less hours as a result and actually enjoy his life more. And a lot of his friends and family and things were like, how can you live like this? How can you, you know, how can you live without this gadget and that gadget and the latest this and the, and he's like, I actually don't need any of that. That's not what excites me, you know? And over time, the people that kind of stuck by him saw how much happier he was. But a lot of people initially were like, I don't get this. You know, how can you, how can you not do that? How can you not have that? How can you, you know, not own a TV, for example, you know, how can you make it so that actually you only own one or two pairs of shoes at a time instead of having a a wardrobe full of them or, you know, whatever the scenarios are, a lot of people won't get it if you try and simplify your life. But depending on what you're trying to achieve in life, actually, the less distractions you've got around you, the more you're focused on the thing you really want. And I'm not saying don't have nice stuff, by the way. I'm not saying you have to take the approach he did of, of getting rid of, rid of physical things in your life. But it's part of the making something a must is to go, like, how many of my behaviours are in alignment with the thing I'm trying to achieve? And what are the things I need to let go of to make space for it? But your guy who only had two pairs of shoes and two pairs of trousers, I bet they were nice. Because you see, what some people do, they have a collection of stuff they don't ever wear, which is the old (laughs) 80-20 rule. You know, you wear 80% of your clothes, so you wear... 20% of your clothes, clothes, 80% 80 of the the time. time. Yeah. So so you don't need as much stuff. And We've had this conversation, you clear half your cupboard out, and you probably wouldn't even miss it. But we think we need to have it just in case. Yeah. So I'm going to finish this episode by saying, what are your three musts? 
why don't you let us know what your three musts are? Let's see if we can support you with your three musts. But make a decision. What am I doing right now in alignment with my musts? Yep. Because if it's that bigger must, why aren't you doing something? And if our musts are to inspire and empower the world, that's why we're doing a podcast. If our mission is to write books so people can read it, then we need to have books out, which we have. If it's to share our message, we need to be on stage, which is what we do. Yep. If it's to be a singer, then you need to write some songs. That's not mine, but it may be yours. If it's to write poetry, that's yours. It's not mine. But we all have our musts. Yep. Too many of our listeners, I know, because we've seen some of their correspondence, would like to do things, but aren't prepared to do the work, or will use the excuse, I don't have the time. Yep. But they have yep. the time to moan at us. <laughs> That's a good place to leave it. Um, we will wrap it up there. See you in the next episode. And if you know people that would get value from this, um, you know, and you want to help us with one of our musts, then please do share this episode with your friends and get more people to to listen in. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>